Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in to the VSIN Bet Center. I'm Brady Cannon, live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And my partner, Holden Kushner, is along via Denver, Colorado, as we get ready to take you through the sports betting landscape for the next three hours on this Sunday, March the 6th, one week away from college basketball's Selection Sunday. And Holden, good to be with you again. March is upon us, and the madness has already begun I wonder if you've been able to wean yourself off of football and completely dive in headfirst to this spring swing of sports we have going on. Yeah, I got to say, I have been 100% invested in college basketball all season long. I love college basketball. So NFL number one, baseball, college basketball tied for second, and there is no baseball, and I'm so upset at them. Maybe I'll just make them sport number 37. I might move highlight ahead of baseball at this point, Brady, but Yes, college basketball. We had some buzzer beaters today. We got, I I don't like the Big Ten. I don't like betting on the Big Ten, I should say. There's some really, really good teams. It's always very tight. I haven't had success doing it, but I've got a lot invested in this Michigan State-Iowa game right now. I had Michigan State pregame at halftime, took Iowa, uh, or Maryland, I should say, excuse me, Maryland, uh, plus 19 and a half, and then the total, 142 and a half, over. So some in-game bets today on this one. Um, I'm leaving myself, what, about a 13 and a half point middle. So I don't mind that, Brady. Uh, as far as the other the other action going on tonight, we got a couple of more games on the schedule, but this seems to be the game du jour. And then Iowa and Illinois, another Big Ten matchup tonight, which will be interesting. Maybe we can go live bet that one. Absolutely. Michigan State, by the way, leading Maryland currently 59 to 45, a 14 point advantage for the Spartans with just over 11 minutes left in the second half. And the Spartans are 13 and a half point favorites in the live market. Your live total at 147 and a half. Holden, obviously you have expressed that you are a big fan of college basketball, as am I. And what a day Saturday was on the college hardwood. Of course, the Duke Blue Devils and the North Carolina Tar Heels renew their age-old rivalry. And the Coach K swan song there at Cameron Indoor was upset by the Tar Heels in a big way. 94-81, to North Carolina beats Duke. Oklahoma State upsets Texas Tech by a point, 52-51, Purdue edges Indiana by a bucket, 69-67. Kansas goes to overtime, and that was brutal for Texas betters as Kansas gets the win and the cover by seven points there, 70-63. Tennessee 
holds off a late surge by Arkansas in a great SEC battle, 78-74, the final there. UCLA gets the win, but no cover against the crosstown rival Trojans of USC, 75-68. LSU holds off Alabama in overtime, 80-77. And then Murray State takes out Moorhead State, 71-67. And that is the first team to punch their ticket to the dance, the final 64, Missouri or Murray State, the Racers are on their way as they take the Ohio Valley Conference final. What were some of your thoughts about college basketball Saturday and going forward as we get deeper into conference tournament season? And then, of course, the the big dance, the tournament, the NCAA tournament. What did you take away from Saturday from a handicapping standpoint going forward from some of these thrillers that we saw go down? Yeah, and I'll just start with today real quick. Loyola, Chicago, they're back in it. Um, just a spectacular performance against Drake today. Drake's a pretty darn good team too. But yesterday, we'll start with Kansas. You know everybody over there at ESPN was just freaking out when that game went to overtime. Texas is a real good basketball team. They could take down the Big 12 tournament. Uh, Kansas, though, just too much with the seniors at home. Tough to win there. And yeah, that pregame line I saw at seven. I kind of laid off. I didn't even find an opportunity to bet it live yesterday. So that was a big one for Kansas. Uh, tying Baylor for the Big 12 championship. I think the other one last night, how can you ignore what happened between Duke and North Carolina? I mean, it was just a butt whooping. North Carolina goes out there, controlled the tempo, the more aggressive team, and they looked like they were a little bit angry too. North Carolina, dangerous tourney team, really don't care too much about what happens to them in the ACC tournament. They definitely belong in the big dance. And last night, if there was any question, that was kind of uh, wrapped up. Bryce Thompson with a big three-pointer, 19.4 seconds left. And Oklahoma State, whoo, they took out Texas Tech like you like you had said. Those were the three big games yesterday that I had locked in on. A lot of fun basketball. And we also, uh, we also had Colorado State and Boise. Yeah, it was a heck and of a game. Yes. Oh, we talked, that's right. You and I are big Mountain West guys. So that was a hell of a game. Yes, David Roddy, Isaiah Stewart, there's some there's some veteran leadership on that team. And I think ultimately, even though Boise won the regular season conference outright, I still think Colorado State, San Diego State, two teams that I have ahead of Boise in that conference, Wyoming kind of in a free fall. They're going to need to steady up here, win a game in the conference tournament as well. But yeah, you got me all excited because I almost forgot that Colorado State win last night, a team I've been following very closely. They're going to be in trouble if they face longer, more athletic teams. But if they can get a nice matchup in the 7-10, maybe avoid the 8-9 and not have to face a number one team, they could win a couple of games and get to that second weekend. I agree with you. I, I think they're the hottest team in the conference right now. San Diego State may be a little bit worn out. They've been kind of put through the ringer, it seems, for the last month or so. But that win is really big. You mentioned it. Boise State, the regular season conference champion. But Colorado State swept the Broncos with that second win on Saturday night. Let's take a look at the Southern Conference semifinal. It tipped off earlier today in Asheville, the mocks of Chattanooga facing the Terriers of Wofford. Chattanooga opened up as a two-point favorite with a total of 134. They closed as two-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 133-and-a-half. So a little bit of money coming in on the favorite and the under, and it was all Chattanooga, 79-56. to And they will go on to face the winner of Furman and Sanford in the SoCon Championship game. Furman and Sanford will tip off about a half an hour from now. But this Chattanooga team has been on a bit of a run as of late, and they look good. 
If I'm correct, Malachi Smith was over where Dayton? Yes. Last year, right? Yes. They got themselves they got themselves a legit D1 stud, and today he had 25 more points. Uh, don't sleep on the mocks. Number one seed over there, taking out Wofford. So I'm with you. It was a very impressive uh, victory. There are a couple of standouts on that team led by Malachi Smith. So I'm down with the mocks. Keep an eye on them going forward. How about uh, the other set of Terriers running up and down the hardwood this afternoon? And that is Boston University taking on the midshipmen of Navy in the Patriot League semifinal. The winner will go on to face Colgate in the Patriot League championship game. The Raiders earlier today closed as 14-point favorites with a total of 144. They got the win and the cover over Lehigh. The game just barely stays under the total, 81-61, to your final. Now, Boston in this matchup, up with Navy, they closed as three and a half point favorites with a total of 125 and a half. That total has already gone to the over, and they are going to overtime. overtime. Navy had a lead by five points with, I want to say, about 20 seconds left in this game, 67-62. They are all locked up at 68, and in the extra session decide to decide who's going to go to that championship game. And this league is only going to get one team to the dance with that automatic bid. So everything on the line here for Boston and Navy. Yeah, Javante McCoy, McCoy with another nice game for them. Uh, the fact that this thing is in overtime, you know, I was checking this game out just before we came on. I said, I wonder if Brady wants to talk about it. Uh, Navy with a nice little upset. Uh, no. Uh, they, <laughs> and, and personally, I was on, I, I think I was backing BU not with my money, but I had a hard lean toward them. The fact that this game has gone into overtime, I really wish I could watch it. I'm just too invested in this Michigan State game against Maryland, but if you wanted to go over to CBS Sports Net with Boston and Navy and you just wanted to leave us on as your, your your experience to try and help you live betting, I wouldn't blame you. I'm shocked that game's an OT, Brady. No, it's been a wild. I mean, you know, the Patriot League, obviously not a marquee conference uh, across the American college basketball landscape, but uh, sure putting forth a great watch here today between the Terriers of Boston U and the midshipmen of Navy still tied at 68, just about 30 seconds left or 30 seconds into the overtime period. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette and Troy, they have just tipped off in the Sunbelt Conference semifinal. The Raging Cajuns on Saturday, they upset Texas State to advance to the semifinals. And Troy opened up as a one-point favorite in this game with a total of 139. And then Louisiana Lafayette, they flipped to the favorite. And that is where they closed, laying one and a half points to Troy. And the total really took a hit towards the under. It closed at 135 and a half. And right now, Holden, it is uh, Louisiana Lafayette out in front in the early going, 6-2 to two over Troy, just four minutes into that game. Again, the semifinal in the Sunbelt Conference. Conference. Yep, very early there. There's a couple other games I do want to discuss, though. We just had Maryland down double digits. They're down 17 again early in the second half. They've cut it to five. I mean, this is remarkable. It was a 14 nothing and an 18 to one start for Michigan State in this game. Maryland's just hung around there. And I think the other game, and it's not in progress right now, but Memphis. Memphis might have gotten themselves off the bubble today. Three and three in quad ones, three and four in quad two, but they beat Houston. Um, you know, it was a close loss to Murray State. So I know I'm bouncing around a little bit here, but I think Memphis kind of one of the big stories today um, with that victory. I, I, honest to God, a little bit surprised too. 14 point just 
stomping on number 14 Houston today. Brady. Yeah, I, I wonder. No, I, I I think that is definitely a, a big game and a huge game for the Tigers, but uh, or of Memphis rather, the Cougars of Houston. I wondered how interested they were about that game. I mean, mm. they're already in the dance, and and I think maybe you can see some of that uh, emotion be sapped out of those teams, and that'll be something we'll talk about when we get into these conference tournaments in the futures. You have certain conferences where you know there's going to be a handful of teams that are going to get an at-large bid, and are you more inclined to bet on that team that is fighting for every point because they know they have to probably win the tournament or at least win a few games to have a shot? Also, in the NBA today, boy, tough beat if you had the Phoenix Suns. This one went all the way down to the Warrior, and the Milwaukee Bucks get the win by 10 points, 132 to 122 over the Phoenix Suns. More of the VSIN Bet Center coming up. Stick with us right here at VSIN. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, on every key team, conference, and player to watch, from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to VSIN through April the 5th. It's only $19 and it's available at vcin.com slash madness. Checking the college basketball scoreboard, Navy and Boston U, they have gone to overtime. Boston U is about a three-and-a-half-point favorite before tip-off in this game. They're at the two-minute mark, and Navy has a five-point lead on the Terriers, 77 to 72. And the Maryland Terrapins, they got all the way to within three points of Michigan State but now the Spartans have opened it up once again, 67 to 58. Michigan State leading the Terrapins and make it 68. Now a 10 point advantage for Michigan State and the live line there. They are nine and a half point favorites with a live total of 147 and a half. And I know that little surge by Michigan State makes you happy, Holden. You're kind of rooting for both sides here and you're hoping for a middle. Yeah, this has been an odd game because I don't remember the last time I went all in on a game like this. So pregame, Michigan State minus six. Uh, Maryland, I don't know why I keep saying Iowa. Iowa's got a huge game against Illinois coming up. But uh, then Maryland plus 19 and a half and now 142 and a half is what the closing number was 
Um, and I got it in game. Actually, it was the same number. I said, gosh, that's good. You told me that the live line was up around 147. Gabe Brown, he's he just came out of nowhere. He's doing nothing. A bucket, a three. All of a sudden, things have changed here after Maryland got this game to within three points. Michigan State uh, just starting to shoot the ball well, clamping down defensively, a 10-point lead. But as we've seen in this game, and wow, another big steal here for Maryland to lay it in on the other end. So they're down by eight. I mean, we have seen Maryland just continue to fight. It's kind of a microcosm of their season, Brady, continuing to fight. So I'll still be holding my breath. I don't think it's a blowout. I think the total is in question and whether or not Michigan State covers is in question. But if it sticks around 68, 68 points, we'll get some free throws toward the end, hopefully pushing the over. I know there's a lot of people on this game, uh, Greg Peterson on this game as well. And I love it. When I'm handicapping a game and I see Peterson's on the same one, I'm throwing it in there, Brady. That's my boy. Absolutely. This is his time of the year, too. Greg's Hoop Peterson, indeed. Uh, Michigan State extends it back out to a 10-point advantage. So a total of 130 points on the board right now, Holden. I know you need 13 more points to cash that ticket, and there are four minutes left in this contest. Michigan State up 70-60, to 60, and they have moved to 10.5-point favorites in the live market. Let's talk about some of these bubble teams, and no matter what set of bracketology you refer to, uh, you're going to see some of these same names, last four out, first four in, what have you, and one of those teams are the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers. They got a big win, just squeaked by the Nittany Lions of Penn State today, 59-58, to but... I really like this Rutgers team, Holden, and I think they are going to get a bid, barring, you know, a total collapse in the Big Ten Conference Tournament. But they have absolutely have some very good signature wins over very good teams this year as a part of their resume. What would you say is their best win this year? What, well, what I mean, it's wins? Illinois. It's Wisconsin. You know, I, I mean, they've really. How about Wisconsin today, Brady? Yeah. Wow. There? Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska? Right? Wow, Nebraska <laughs> ball. We were talking about Nebraska ball last week, uh, you and I, on the on the Veasan Bet yep. Center. But uh, yeah, that's not a good way to finish up the regular season for the Badgers. But I do still think they're a pretty quality club. And and like I say, Rutgers has really had their way with just about all the big names, including Ohio State in the Big Ten Conference. Yeah, and they're a last four team in right now. And boy, that was a little scary against Penn State. They held on for the one point victory. I think if they lose that game. They probably need to make a run in the Big Ten tournament, but they got the win. They needed that one. And Rutgers, right now, last four in, that's what I'm seeing from just about every single projection. I'm not too afraid of that team, but again, that game against Penn State should have been a little bit more comfortable. It wasn't, but I think the Scarlet Knights are in the big dance with a win in the conference tournament. Maybe one more win. Yeah, and I agree on all across the board there. I think if they would have lost to Penn State today, that would have been a real big blow. I think one more win in the Big Ten Conference Tournament, and they're on their way. I think the Michigan Wolverines are on their way to the dance as well. Uh, they get a big win over their rival Ohio State today, 75-69. to 69. And I really want them to get into the dance, Holden, because I'm hoping for a good matchup. I would like to bet against Michigan in the big dance. So I'm hoping that they make it, and I do think that they will. All right, so three and two without Juwan Howard. The win against Ohio State probably cemented them, but it, it might be another situation where Michigan has to win a game in the tournament too. If they get bounced in their first game, I don't care who it's against, then they're legitimately a last four in, a last four out. But let's face it, uh, the resume has been pretty good. 
I'm more interested in finding out why you want to bet against Michigan. What is it about this team when we get into the tournament that you think they're going to be a little soft? I, I just don't think they're that good. I, I, you know, what are they? Maybe the fifth I, could be the argue the fifth or sixth best team in that conference. I think uh, you, you've got Ohio State, you've got Purdue, you've got Wisconsin, you've got Illinois. Maybe they're the sixth or even seventh best team in that conference. And so I think they're just a little bit inflated and because of their name, because of their, you know, you know, celebrity status head coach, I, I think there's a lot of reasons to put Michigan in the tournament. And we know that some of that stuff matters, you know, the big names like Notre Dame and that type of thing. Uh, you know, it's often that those teams get the nod over the little guy. And I think Michigan might be a little bit overinflated. And so for that reason, I'm looking for a good matchup when the tournament brackets do come out, hoping that Michigan gets in and it's a favorable matchup where I can go against them. Yeah. And here's the other thing, like Ken Palm is not the end, end all be all, but Ken Palm loves this team from Michigan. They're 31st. They've got, you know, a top three schedule in the country. So I think the schedule, they've got a couple of, they've got some quad one wins. Michigan's going to be in there unless they drop that first game. And even then, if they drop their first game in the conference tournament, they still might be in and they get Jawan Howard back too. I don't know how much that's going to help them or hurt them, to be honest with you, but three and two without them, I think they did just enough to keep them where they can get into the tournament, Brady. By the way, 45 seconds left in overtime in the Patriot League semifinal. Navy still clinging to a four-point lead over Boston U, 82 to 78. Uh, you talked about the Memphis Tigers earlier, Holden, and you thought that was a big win for them today over Houston, and that may just put them into the dance as well. SMU also got a big win today versus Tulane. They've been on a nice run as of late, have the Mustangs. They might be playing themselves into the dance as well. And then you've got Michigan State, who is uh, currently handling Maryland by 12 points, another bubble team are the Michigan State Spartans now up on Maryland by 12 with under three minutes left to go in that contest, 72 to 60. But what about SMU? Do you think this team is going to have enough in the tank to get across the finish line, if you will, and get in the field of 68? Well, it's another team here that's going to be on the bubble, another team that needs to win a minimum of one, maybe two games in the conference tournament, two and two against quad one, three and three against quad two, Last four out right now. Last four out right now. They split with Houston. Not a great resume. So, again, work to be done. And I feel like we're talking about these last four in, last four out. And it's a really fun conversation to have. But so much is going to get decided next week during championship week. One of the great weeks of all sport. Really, it's begun, right, Brady? Like, we're here. It is March. This is the greatest time until the NFL comes back around and they say that's the greatest time, but this is what it's all about. And I think SMU, when it's all said and done, I don't know if they can get two wins in a conference tournament. They might be on the outside looking in. Yeah, you're right. It does feel like championship week is upon us, certainly, as we wind down on a Sunday afternoon and kick into full gear next week. And here in Las Vegas, uh, really nothing like it with five conference tournaments in town. Uh, the championship game will go down here pretty soon in the West Coast Conference Tournament. And then you've got the Pac-12, the Mountain West, everything kicking in next week. Uh, you talked about Michigan probably getting in. Uh, odds courtesy of DraftKings, if you want to bet on Michigan to get in the dance, 
defense. You've got to lay some chalk here. They are minus 290 to get in, plus 230 to not make it. The Memphis Tigers, even a bigger favorite than that, to get into the dance at minus 350, plus 270 to not make it. And then the Blue Jays of Creighton, I think they are definitely in, and the odds would tell you that. Out of the Big East, they are at minus 400 to make it, Holden, and plus 300 to uh, get denied. Yeah, I'm looking at that whole board there. And I think outside of SMU, there's nothing that I would really feel that comfortable with, whether it be the juice or I think that a team is going to be in or out. But again, let's see who what SMU can do here. Um, let's look at the bracket in the in the conference. And that, to me, is a team that I could really see missing. And if I'm getting plus money on that, I don't hate it, Brady. I tell you what, the one I'm looking at is Indiana. They're plus 150 to get in, minus 185 to not. I would probably lay the minus 185 there. It seems like the Hoosiers, for the last month, we've been talking about must-win games, and they keep losing. I I think the Hoosiers are going to be on the outside looking in. We'll come back and shift over to some NBA talk, the Sunday card in the association when we return here on the VEASAN Bet Center. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The KFC chicken sandwich, it's served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. Welcome back into the VSIN Bet Center. Brady Cannon and Holden Kushner with you here on a Sunday. And congratulations to the midshipmen of Navy. They advanced to the Conference final in the Patriot League. They beat Boston U in overtime, 85 to 80. They win outright as three and a half point underdogs, and they will go on to face the Raiders of Colgate. And that will be for an automatic bid on the line there between Colgate and the midshipmen of Navy in the Patriot League Conference final. Currently going on in the NBA, the Washington Wizards and the Indiana Pacers. Washington opened as a three-point favorite. They closed as two-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 227. And right now on an under pace, Washington out in front of Indiana, 23-17. to 17. They are four-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market, and your total has dipped down to 221-and-a-half. Holden, let's talk about what's coming up a little bit later on this evening in the association. At the top of the hour, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, the Memphis Grizzlies at the Houston Rockets. And the Memphis Grizzlies opened up as 11-point favorites with a total of 235.5. And the Grizzlies are on a back-to-back here. They easily took care of the Magic in Orlando on Sun- on Saturday, rather, 124 to 96 as 16-point favorites. And Memphis actually now a half game ahead of the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference standings who lost to the Los Angeles Lakers on Saturday night. And now where we are as far as this one, a little bit of money coming in on the Rockets as the Grizzlies have dipped down to 10.5-point favorites with a total of 238. Yeah, well, Memphis, yeah, you're right. They're currently the two seed. John Morant has got to be in the mix for the MVP. Now, I'd actually put him ahead of Giannis. He at least deserves a discussion there. But you were saying the back-to-back. I mean, the Rockets have lost 12 straight games, Brady. 12 straight games. Uh, This is a team that also just got beaten up by the Nuggets without Nikola Jokic. Uh, I I, I think 
talking about the NBA and how we approach the betting it is something big. I know a lot of people bet pregame. I know JVTs on pregame bets. For me, it's all about in-game betting when it comes to the NBA. I have a hard time taking the number pregame because in all likelihood, you're going to get a better uh, a better number in-game, even if it's Memphis and Houston. And you can kind of gauge where Memphis is going. Do they look a little bit tired? Do we want to wait to bet at halftime, maybe third or fourth quarter? So uh, going into this game, I don't want to touch it pregame, but I think it could be a spot to attack depending on how you see Memphis come out. If they look gassed, maybe out of halftime, maybe Houston could keep it close, but they've lost a dozen in a row. Like, how do you really trust Houston at this point? No, I'm with you, but I also kind of, if I was going to bet this game pre-flop, I, I would be siding with where the market is headed towards the Houston side. I thought it was a heck of a lot of points to lay at Orlando last night, but the Magic are, are just awful. They've only won 16 games all season, mm -hmm. and the Grizzlies turned it on and covered that game pretty easily. Can they do it again? I, I think maybe the the number's a little bit inflated on Memphis, and, and I'm with you, though. You know, you, I, I'm probably not going to bet the game at all, but uh, if I did bet it prior to tip-off, I would be looking at the underdog here. Let's take a look. Here's another big spread, the Utah Jazz at the Oklahoma City Thunder, and Utah opened up as 13-point favorites with a total of 223.5. And Utah's been hot. They've won eight out of their last 10. They, too, are trying to catch the Warriors and the Phoenix Suns in the West. Phoenix currently has a seven-and-a-half game cushion, but Memphis, Utah, Golden State, and Dallas really all jockeying for position. The Jazz on the road now laying 13.5. The total's come down a little bit, holding 220.5. People betting the under. This is fascinating because both teams are coming off blow off blowout losses. Like both of them just got blown out of the gym. So you, you've got the Jazz, a much more talented team. Let's face it. Although, if you've not been watching any of the Thunder here, SGA, Shea Gilgis Alexander, you may remember him, uh, I believe Kentucky, right? 33 and a half points per game since the All-Star break. SGA is going nuts, but I think you're going to need more than that against the Jazz. Also going to be a very angry team after getting a rare blowout loss there. And the Thunder have been playing the last two games shorthanded. They played the last two games with nine bodies. So they're also a, a tired team. The Jazz here, <laughs> if we bet this game live, we might not get a much better number, although I think we will. But to me, the Jazz looking very tasty in this matchup. I agree with you. I, I kind of like the favorite in this case. The Jazz, you know, kind of, uh, atypical for this team. We always think of them as such a defensive team with Rudy Gobert as the rim protector and whatnot, but they've been one of the best, very best offensive teams in the association this season. And, you know, I think covering a 13-point spread doesn't seem too much to overcome for this club, and we know Oklahoma City. They've been pesky on occasion, um, but I would probably rather be betting against the Memphis Grizzlies with the Houston Rockets than I would want to go against the Utah Jazz here in this spot. I'm, I, I just don't want to go against the Jazz. Good team looking to wrap up the division over the Nuggets, so they still have a lot to play for. They're obviously battling for seeding. Number two seed is not out of the question. They still have not really gave them, given themselves a nice cushion in the division as well. So everything's pointing to a little bit of chalk in the Jazz tonight. 
Last couple of games to discuss here, Holden, are both pretty darn good-looking games, and that is the Toronto Raptors visiting the Cleveland Cavaliers. This could possibly be a preview of a playoff matchup come up next month, but Toronto, they have won just four out of their last ten. Same for the Cavaliers. They've also dropped six of their last ten. They have lost three in a row, have the Cavs. The Raptors have dropped a pair in a row, but they are favored on the road, laying four and a half over the Cavaliers, 210 for your total yeah it's it's tough going right now for the Cavaliers not only they lost three in a row they lost six to seven and they blew that 21 point lead against yeah. the Sixers I mean wasn't that what was that when you and Cav- I were on last weekend what when was that seemed like it was last week that was Friday okay that Friday. was back on Friday but yes you know what I, I I think it was last time we were working they blew a lead too 21 point lead is what they blew to the Sixers so it, it was. It's not a good time right now for Cleveland, an absolute overachiever. And you got to start thinking, is the law of averages starting to come back here? The Cavaliers are a very talented young team. Have they hit a wall? Can they bounce back from that? I'm not so sure it happens tonight, even at home. Raptors for me. But again, we'll wait and we'll see if we can get a better number in game. Well, somebody uh, over at the Westgate down the street is with you as they just moved to minus five on Toronto Ooh. over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, and correct me, I, I apologize. They have moved to minus five in favor of the Cavaliers. I, this is weird. I thought I thought they had Toronto as a road favorite. I have been mistaken apparently all along. The Cavaliers have moved to a five-point favorite at the Westgate, your total remains at 210. All right, let's talk about another very interesting game, the New Orleans Pelicans at the Denver Nuggets. This is a 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern start, and it opened up Denver as three-point favorites with a total of 228.5. Of course, no Zion Williamson for the New Orleans Pelicans. He is expected back pretty darn quickly For this team that has really been very hot as of late, they've won four straight. They've moved into the 10th spot in the Western Conference standings, Holden. Of course, that would be the final play-in spot uh, in the postseason, and they're right on the heels of the Los Angeles Lakers, who are currently in the nine hole. Now, Jokic, you, you may have some intel up there in the Denver area, but he was listed earlier today as a game time decision, and that is certainly reflected in the short point spread. Currently, the Nuggets have moved to a three and a half point favorite, and the total has ticked up to 229. Yeah, don't touch this game right now. I think the interesting point uh, going into last game, if it was a more important game, I wonder if Jokic would have played. They're playing four games in five nights, Brady. Four NBA games in five nights, and we heard Steve Kerr already talk about this. He's, He's leaving Curry and Thompson and Wiggins. He's leaving them at home because the Warriors have the same thing. Four games in five nights, would not be shocked if Nikola Jokic missed tonight. If he plays, so be it. That's fine. I want nothing to do pregame. And even if Jokic plays, I think Joe Val, Jonas Valanciunas, is a guy that usually has good games against the Nuggets. So looking at maybe a double-double with him, points and rebounds, maybe looking just at his points. Because if Jokic is at, if Jokic is in there, he's a much better defender than he has been in the, pla- the past. But Joe Val has something on him. If it's Boogie Cousins who just went ballistic in like 15 minutes at 20 something points. If cousins is in there, then I really like Joe Val. So to me, the only angle would be that player prop. What about Holden? If you're looking to bet on the new Orleans Pelicans here, based on the pawn, the fact that the Denver nuggets do take on the golden state warriors at home on Monday night. And, and 
you make sense there that they leave Jokic out of the lineup and maybe they rest some players tonight. I think it could be a good spot for New Orleans because the Warriors are on deck. I mean, it's a it's a good point you bring you bring up. And again, four games, five nights. Do they really want to run Jokic out there? And if they do. Does he play 37 minutes? Does he play 35 minutes? I'm not so sure about that, Brady. Let's wait for that news. It'll be the biggest news in the NBA we're waiting on right now. The Indiana Pacers making it a lot closer game here in the nation's capital. Now 33-31. to 31, They trail the Washington Wizards, who have now dropped to just a two-and-a-half-point favorite in the live market. Your live total now back up to 229-and-a-half, much closer to where this game closed prior to tip-off. When we come back, we will dive into some more NBA talk with Eric Moody of ESPN right here on the VEASAN Bet Center. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. start on your college hoops tournament betting with vsin's full court bracket betting coverage starting sunday march 13th six hours of free live video streaming on vsin.com including the full bracket reveal and opening lines for every game the vsin college hoops experts including greg hoops peterson will analyze every game and discuss with the bookmakers making the lines to find the best early value don't wait for the lines to move start your bracket in round one tournament betting with the vsin college hoops experts on sunday march 13th 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, and it's for free at vcin.com. Brady Cannon and Holden Kushner with you inside the vcin Bet Center, and it's time now to bring a third voice to the conversation. Mr. Eric Moody now joins us. He covers the NFL, the NBA, and the WNBA for ESPN. You can follow him on Twitter at Eric and Moody. And thank you so much for joining us, Eric. We spoke with uh, another guy who really knows his stuff in the NBA, Mo DeKeel on Saturday, and we were talking about the Warriors and the Lakers game, and the Warriors were installed as about a five-and-a-half or six-point favorite. And I felt that was very shaky. And sure enough, they lost uh, their fourth loss in a row. And, uh, you know, these Warriors, they just ain't what they used to was, and they're, they're really struggling right now. And, of course, they're missing Draymond Green. But do you think this team has the potential to be an early-round casualty in the playoffs, or do you expect them to make a run and continue their early season challenge with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I do expect them to bounce back, but I, I must admit, from watching that game last night and seeing how that unfolded, and to your point, the, the previous four games, 
I'm like, it, it's looking ugly out there. But, you know, one thing with the uh, Warriors defensively, uh, when you look at it from a 60,000-foot view, you know, the entire season, I'm like, they've played really well. I know when you look at, you know, points allowed per 100 possessions, I, I know they rank third, you know, in the league. And so I think once they get Draymond back and they get amped up for the playoffs, I think this team can make some noise. You know, I really like their, you know, their front court and their back court. So I think they can give a lot of teams fits, including the Phoenix Suns. So I am anticipating a bounce back. Uh, what is one game you're focusing on betting tonight, whether it be player props or totals or sides? What's the one game you really got your eye on? Yeah, I would say one game that I, I really have my eye on is between the the Raptors and the Cavaliers. You know, kind of drop some quick analysis on that one. Like from a betting lens, uh, with this matchup, I think it'll be under the 211.5 total points, you know, with the Cavaliers ultimately coming out on top. Uh, I think one thing with Cleveland, I'm like, they've done a solid job defensively this season, you know, with 104.7 points allowed per 100 possessions. They actually ranked fourth in the league. You go on the other side with the Raptors, they rank 14th with 111 points allowed per 100 possessions. If you're looking at it from a prop perspective on what to bet, I like Gary Trent Jr., Darius Garland. If you look at total points, assists, and rebounds, I'd bet the over on both of those players. Now, I know what some folks may be thinking that are listening right now or watching. They're thinking, oh, man, Trent struggled on Friday night against the Magic. He, he has. you know. However, he has a per 36 line at 24 points and 3.2 assists. Uh, with Fred Van Vliet off the court. So I do believe Trent Jr. will bounce back. To bring all that together and close out on Garland, I'm like, I'll be candid. I'm like, he's been superb like all season. If you look over the last five games, like he's averaged 28.6 points, 7.6 assists, and 3.6 rebounds. When you look at Rajon Rondo and Karis LeVert, I'm likely to play or be very limited. Like he's going to thrive against the Raptors. Eric, you know, this Western Conference is very intriguing to me. Phoenix has a nice cushion, about a seven and a half point margin over the Memphis Grizzlies right now. But then you've kind of got a little bit of a log jam between Memphis, the Utah Jazz, the Denver Nuggets, the Dallas Mavericks, and of course the aforementioned Golden State Warriors. Both the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets in action tonight. And Holden and I were just talking about this matchup. Both the Warriors and the Nuggets have a stretch where they're going to play four games in five nights. And New Orleans, the Pelicans have been red hot. They've won four in a row, and they're about to get their stars Zion Williamson back here pretty soon. I think this team is catching a little bit of momentum and trying to move up in the standings and solidify their place in the playoff picture, currently in the final spot in the 10-hole. But I thought maybe taking the three-and-a-half points with the Pelicans tonight was the play because – Jokic may sit down for the Nuggets, and, and if it is confirmed, you may see that point spread move. Maybe it's time to jump on it now before they make that announcement. But I think the Nuggets, they may pull back here a little bit tonight with Golden State on deck on Monday. Yeah, no, that, that is a really interesting matchup uh, with the Nuggets and the Pelicans. Uh, I'm like, this team has really, uh, you know, has really surprised me, you know, of how they've, how they've turned things around. And uh, with the players that they have, they could definitely make some noise. Um, you know, noise in the playoffs if they're able to make it. Uh, I do like Jonas quite a bit tonight uh, with the rebounds prop, you know, over 10 and a half. I know he's been really solid, but I really like the changes that they've made uh, with the trade deadline and addition. So uh, I think the outlook looks great. So I'm looking at this Knicks-Clippers game, Eric, and the Knicks are just playing horrible basketball. They've lost seven straight games. On the yes. other side, you've got the Clippers who have won five straight basketball games and a spread here, Clippers minus five, total 220 and a half. I saw the I saw it was at five earlier. Why is it that close at this point? I mean, the Knicks are just horrible playing some of the worst basketball in the league. Clippers are playing well. I like the talent 
on the on the Clippers side. I think guys have stepped up with the big names out. Why is this spread where it is? Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing when I was looking at uh, tonight's slate, like earlier this morning. Uh, it, it's one of those games, like with the Knicks and Clippers, where I do expect it to be under the total. You know, I think the total is at uh, two twenty one, so it'll be under. But to answer your question, Holden, I'm like, when you look at the Clippers, I'm like, they rank six, like with 109 points allowed per 100 possessions. So they're they're solid defensively, better than people anticipate. But they've really struggled offensively, like all season. I think that's really the reason for where this, you know, seems like it's going to be a little bit closer, you know, than what people would anticipate on the outside looking in. Uh, I love Reggie Jackson. I'm like, it's kind of tough to fade that guy, you know, of how he's been playing lately. I know Mm -hmm. over the last 14 games, like he's averaged 19 points, you know, seven assists, 4.3 rebounds. And I think he's a guy that can easily exceed, you know, 31 and a half total points, assists and rebounds from a betting lens on the Knicks. uh, And I know Julius Randle has been like up and down, just like the, the stock market, like all season, but I really like Mitchell Robinson, you know, where he's at 18 and a half points and rebounds. So he's someone I would also bet the uh, the over on as well. And if you look over his last six games, he's averaged 8.2 points and 10 rebounds per game. Uh, another thing, too, with the Clippers, uh, which I don't think is talked about enough, is that, you know, they rank near the bottom of the league in offensive rebounds, I think, which bodes well, uh, you know, for uh, for Robinson. And you look at just L.A., you know, with centers against them, they've averaged like 24 points per game. Uh, that happens to be like the fourth most in the league. So those are two players in that matchup that I like. But to your point, Holden, I do like the under on this one. I just don't think it's going to be as much scoring as people may anticipate. He is Eric Moody from ESPN. You can follow him on Twitter at Eric N. Moody. And Eric, I want to shift over to the Eastern Conference. It looked like a really good matchup on Saturday night between the Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, it lost a little bit of its luster because you had a lot of the stars out of that game. The Miami Heat handled the 76ers pretty easily. But who do you like in the Eastern Conference? We saw the Milwaukee Bucks, the defending champs, get a really nice win over the Phoenix Suns today. Of course, they were without Chris Paul. They were without Devin Booker as well. Uh, but it feels to me a little bit like Miami, uh, like uh, Milwaukee is being overlooked and also the Miami Heat. And the Brooklyn Nets, surprisingly to me, are still one of the co-favorites uh, to win this conference. But it seems like the buzz is really about the 76ers and the addition of James Harden. And maybe, in your opinion, are people forgetting about Milwaukee and Miami? No, I, I agree with you 100%. I was, I was smiling here as you were, you were going through that because – if you look at like the names that you mentioned, the teams that you mentioned, excuse me, it, it's difficult to really fade like the 76ers, you know, considering how great they've looked so far with James Harden. And just imagine how much more lethal they'll be uh, come playoff time. But I would say from a betting lens, if you're looking for like a dark horse candidate, you know, to come out of the East victorious, like I really do like Miami Heat. I think they've got the players where they can compete really with anyone uh, in that in that conference. And and one thing of Brooklyn, if you look at you know if you look at the uh, the odds and you're just wondering, like, okay, why is Brooklyn, like, so high? I, I just think it's one of those things for where they were touted, like, as the favorites so, like, often, uh, you know, uh, the, the, during the preseason. I just think some people aren't willing to, to let that go. But I'm not really excited about that team going into the playoffs, you know, if they, if they do happen to make the dance. So but those are some other teams that I like. I do like the 76ers, but I think the Heat, to your point, are being overlooked. Well, Eric, we thank you very much for your joining us today and enjoy the games tonight, and we'll do it again. We've got uh, about another month before the playoffs kick off in the NBA, so I'd love to talk to you again here on the Bet Center. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking Thanks, forward Ruby. to it. I know we got some NBA action tonight, so looking forward to it, gentlemen. Have a great evening. Enjoy the games. You too. All right, that is Eric Moody. He covers the NFL, the NBA, and the WNBA for ESPN. Again, you can find him on Twitter at Eric and Moody. And uh, you were right, Holden. You told me he knew his stuff. You guys go back a little ways. Your buddies with Eric. You know, I used to be in fantasy football. I still do daily fantasy sports. Betting's my number one business. But yeah, we used to work together um, just every week, bouncing ideas off of each other. Dude's one of the sharpest guys I know. So yeah, he's on my podcast too, the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. There you go. It's a, under the Visa umbrella. Check that out. He's on with me once a week. All right, I was setting you up for a plug there. Good work. The Denver City Cast with Holden <laughs> Kushner. You can catch Eric Moody on there as well. The Washington Wizards have now fallen behind to the Indiana Pacers, fifty-one to forty-two. Indiana has moved to the favorite in the live market, laying five and a half points. Your total down to two twenty-one and a half. We'll be back in just a moment with more of the Beeson Bet Center. Bet. 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 Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.